I know you have heard this before. Work smarter, not harder. Ford has heard it too. That's why the Ford F-150 truck helps you get the job done in the smartest way possible. I mean, the pro-access tailgate alone is a game changer. It improves access to the bed and cargo, which makes it easier to load in tight spaces. See? Smarter. It's also got a mobile power source and pro power on board, so you can power up to 7.2 kilowatts outside your F-150 truck. That is definitely working smarter. And imagine what you can do with that power at your next tailgate party. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Find your local Ford dealer at Ford.com. Pro access tailgate available starting spring 2024. See owner's manual for important operating instructions. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Welcome to Talk is Jericho. It's the pot of thunder and rock and roll coming to you from London, England. It's a huge weekend. Fozzie's spotlight on London show tonight at the O2 Forum Kentish Town. Our biggest headlining show ever and definitely our biggest show of the year, of course. And then we've got AW All In at Wembley Stadium in London. Uh, the biggest wrestling show of all time. But even more importantly, you know what else I've got this week? The Duff McKagan joke of the week. Chris Jericho, Duff McKagan calling you. Hoping you're doing well. I'm backstage here, uh, backstage, I guess, in the dressing room at Fenway Park. Do they call it a dressing room? No, they call it like, uh, what are the teams he is? What do they call this? It's slipping my mind right now. Anyhow, my wife, she told me to put ketchup on the grocery list, so I did. But now I can't read the grocery list. Thank you very much. Goodbye. That was a good one. Duff delivering some laughs. As always, Duff and Guns N' Roses are stateside doing dates until mid-October. So go see them while you can. Ticket info at GunsNRoses.com. And like I mentioned, come hang with Fozzie tonight, Friday, August 25th at the O2 Forum, Kentishtown. Still tickets available. Go to FozzieRock.com. Come be a part of the biggest show, headlining show in Fozzie history. And then come see Fozzie live at AEW All In at Wembley Stadium on Sunday. I'm going to be singing myself to the ring, singing Judas and playing uh, with Fozzie. It's going to be Jericho versus Will Ospreay. Maybe the biggest match of my career in the biggest uh, wrestling show of all time. It's going to be something special. So we'll see you there. It's not too late to get tickets for Fozzie at the O2 Kentish Forum or tickets for all in. There are a few left. All right, today on the show, the reigning AEW Women's World Champion Hikaru Shida making her talk as Jericho debut. Uh, before we get to her, though, let's talk about... Uh, the passing of the late, great Terry Funk. Definitely one of the all-time greats. I know if you talk to Eddie Kingston, he was the all-time great. It's his favorite wrestler of all time. Uh, the thing about Terry for me, obviously, uh, just to, uh, you know, I'm not going to go into the whole biography of Terry Funk. You can look at that at WrestlingObserver.com. But um, personal stories. I mean, Terry, uh, just such a great guy. He, he, I've always found like the, the biggest names in the business in a lot of ways are always the coolest because they know exactly who they are. And they're not um, afraid of their status, so they're always nicer to the young guys. And for Terry Funk, I mean, the biggest memory I have about him is when I started working for Smoky Mountain Wrestling. The first time I went to Smoky Mountain was February of 94, and Jim Cornette brought Lance Storm and myself out there just to kind of show us around, and I think to try and impress us, because they had a really big show at the, at the Knoxville Civic Center. And I think it was Terry Funk versus, I'm not sure, I'm not a historian, you guys can look it up, whether it was Dirty White Boy or it might have been Bullet Bob Armstrong or something like that. And it was the first time Terry had ever done a moonsault. And this was 1994, so I think Terry was in his 40s by then, maybe a little bit later. But just to see a guy that age do a moonsault was incredible. And that kind of was the beginning of his, of his late career resurgence in that he then took that same attitude and went to FMW and, and worked in Japan and did all of these hardcore matches and basically like aggrandized himself to 
the modern style without sacrificing what he knew from the old days. And that was really cool for me to see. And it was a great inspiration to, to this day. I mean, I would never say it, but sometimes people say, oh, Jericho's like a, a modern day Terry Funk. And I think what they mean is that I use old school mentality with new school ideas and that sort of thing. And Terry definitely did that. So he passed away. He was 79 uh, in 2023. So let's go back in time. That's almost 30 years ago. So he was about 49 or 50 years old doing the moonsault onto a stack of chairs, which, you know, you think Terry Funk, why is he doing that? But also too, Funk pile drove flare onto a table back in 89 which i think is probably the first time i can ever remember seeing that so uh terry was definitely kind of that type of guy ready to um adapt and evolve to stay relevant and i think that's why he appeals to so many people from my generation because he wasn't like a you know one of those old timers like back in my day kids do too much these days he was the other way uh on the side of the coin let me do some more stuff and just put it into the right spots i remember um, when I broke my arm right before Night of the Legends, which was in August of 94, and Terry was on that card as well. And I was practicing a shooting star press, and I did, obviously, famous story, broke my arm, and had to wrestle the match with a broken arm and all that sort of stuff. And when I got back to the arena with a cast on my arm, because I told the doctor when he said I needed surgery, I said, can I get it tomorrow morning? So I have to make an appearance at a wrestling show. And he's like, yeah, yeah, just don't do anything physical. Yeah, no, yeah sure, dog. I had a whole freaking match, like a 20-minute match with, with a broken arm. Uh, and I saw Terry Funk, and he said, like, what did you do? And I said, I was just being a dumbass. He goes, I've been a dumbass my whole career. Like, just stuff like that. Just like a really cool guy. Instead of being, oh, you stupid kid for doing a shooting star press in practice. He was like, yeah, we all do dumb shit and whatever. You'll you'll come back and fight another day. So, I, only, I would see Terry around a few more times. I mean, other guys have much better stories of going to the Double Cross Ranch in Emerald, Texas, and I never got a chance to do any of that. But um, just a great guy. Whenever you would see him around, like, shows, he, if he came to a WWE show, I remember the last picture I took with him, which I posted on Instagram, was in Philadelphia in catering. Just kind of sat there and hung out with him and talked to him for a while. And one of those guys, like much like Bret Hart, had I been around in that era, I bet you we would have been best friends because he just had that vibe and we got along really well. And of course, Terry, um, not only one of the greatest wrestlers, great longevity, great evolving and always reinventing his character. Sounds familiar. Haha. Uh, one of my all-time favorite movies, Roadhouse. <laughs> Terry was in it. He was like kind of the thug. He gets in the fight with Patrick Swayze. And the best part is when they, 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 they get the liquor order and they just start smashing all the bottles outside of the Roadhouse. And just, just, a, just great, man. Like, you know, just one of those guys just... Always had a smile on his face and um, just a really cool dude. So so condolences to his family. I know his wife had just passed away a year or two before. And after that, Terry kind of had a downward spiral. But um, condolences to his family. And, of course, to Dory Funk. Uh, another uh, much closer to Dory than I ever was to Terry. But Dory's another just a great guy. The Funk Brothers, just old school Haas, Texas legends, man. And, you know, they don't make them like that anymore. So... Thank you, Terry Funk, for everything you contributed to the business. And thank you for always being cool to me when you didn't have to be. And uh, thank you for being the absolute best in Roadhouse, too. So, yeah, so that's about all on Terry Funk. And, and maybe I'll have a, maybe I should do a podcast on Terry Funk. How could I not? So I'll do an upcoming podcast on Terry Funk. I'll put together maybe an all star panel and we can have a conversation. But thank you, Terry. And, um, Great guest today, Hikaru Shida, is here. The two-time AEW champ is defending the title on Sunday in a killer four-way against Soraya, Tony Storm, and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. She's also doing it in front of 80,000 fans. I don't know if you guys remember, but the last time Shida held the AEW women's title was during the pandemic uh, when fans weren't allowed to come to Dynamite or any AEW shows. Shida's whole first reign as champion was in front of no fans. It's crazy to think about. So we're talking to Sheeta about this huge AEW show in London at Wembley Stadium, her journey to AEW, her wrestling history in Japan and Mexico before she moved to the States, how she got started in wrestling, what it's been like for her living in the States, learning to speak English, her storied movie career, including her role in Mutant Girl Squad. <laughs> also, uh, so much more. It's a great conversation with Hikaru Shida. She does great. She speaks great English as well. You're going to enjoy it right here, right now on Talk is Jericho.
All right. So after seeing Hikaru Shida do a few interviews now uh, in English, and you've <laughs> yes. always, I thought you speak very good English to your learning. Thank it's you. time to finally come to be on Talk is Jericho. Yay! Yay! So we're very excited. And obviously, it's such a huge show this weekend at Wembley Stadium. Yes. How are you feeling about this uh, biggest show ever? Yeah, actually, I, I can't imagine how big the stadium is. So it's strange, but I'm not nervous now. And I feel I'm so ready. Yeah, I think maybe if it's one year ago, I think I'm dying for nervous. But for now, I'm I'm really ready. <laughs> is, is it the biggest show that you've done? I mean, for all of us, it's the oh, biggest show. But besides, I mean, have, you done, <laughs> yeah. have you done Tokyo Dome or anything like this? <laughs> no, no way. So many people will be there. Yeah, soon. actually... The biggest show I watched live is Tokyo Dome, so, oh. but it's two times bigger. I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think crazy. that's a mind. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you excited now that you're the champion, AEW champion, the women's champion for the second time? How is it different this time than from the first time you won? Yeah, the first time was, it was just six months since I came to the US. So, now I feel I can do many things more than the last time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interview in English is, yeah, one of that. And I really hope I have maybe promo in the ring. And, and now it's more feel comfortable to speak English. Mm -hmm. So I believe I can do more many interesting things yeah because also too the first time was during pandemic right so yes the people yeah yeah i got the belt the first the first pay-per-view without fans mm -hmm. and i lost the belt first pay-per-view fans come back so <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah when i got the title at the dynamite 200 it was so different. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. everybody's excited. Yes. I always like the holy Sheeta chant. <laughs> yeah, that was so special. Well, let's talk about how you came to AEW and a little bit about your history in, in pro wrestling in Japan before you hey. came here. Because there's a very big... Um, so many women wrestlers in Japan now, kind yes. of a resurgence, as we say in English, mm -hmm. with stardom and all the other companies. So how did you start wrestling in, in, in Japan? Actually, I didn't know about wrestling, not at all, since I started practice. Because I, I started to wrestle for wrestling movie. So, <laughs> yeah, and... We just planned only a year to wrestle. So after a year, we can quit and wow. come back to the actors. But when I saw the movie first time, I was like, oh, I'm really good with wrestling. I should, <laughs> I should keep doing that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now 15 years. So. so you started mm. as acting in movies. Yes. Right. Because my friend wanted me to ask you about Mutant. What is the name? Oh, my God. Oh, no. Mutant Girl Squad, <laughs> which is uh, translated oh, as Fighting God. Girls Legend of the Blood of the Iron Mask. And she said this was a very uh, gory movie, <laughs> lots of blood yeah. and this sort of a thing. So is it was this one of your first movies or was this something you were doing uh, quite regularly before? I think that was my third, third movie. Uh -huh. Yeah, and it was just crazy. That, that was so much fun. And <laughs> oh my God, how... How she, do you know? She, she's a How big she she's a big horror movie fan. Really? So she ah. said right away, you have to ask her about this. So Yeah. Um, so before that though, you were doing other movies. And then what was the name uh, of of the wrestling movie that uh, you did? the name is Three Count. Three Count. Yeah, okay. Three Count. And 
That was crazy. The story is so uh, basic, like a small company try to make it bigger and have at the last part, the small company has a big show. But in the movie, we practice at the at the riverside because we don't have the dojo. Mm. So we make the mat at the riverside and practice. But it's, I know it's just a scene of the movie, but it was actual practice, like a 200 times drop kicks and yeah. <laughs> keep going. Yeah. I don't know where they shoot or not. Just keep doing. But mm. yeah, that was a special. So tell us a little bit about <clears throat> more about Mutant Girl Squad too. <laughs> you like that one. <laughs> what was this movie about? It's the girls all mutant, of course. And yes. I, in my character, I grabbed the head, small head, and that's my brother. And I... <laughs> fight with my brother small head and some uh <laughs> yeah some kind of grotesque grotesque yeah. things yeah <laughs> and actually i don't know why they fight i don't know it's what they're the fighting movie, for right? yeah <laughs> and so many blood splat splat yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how many other movies did you do before you started to do wrestling full-time Actually, the movies, the the movie, I already started wrestler, yeah, yeah. wrestler. But <laughs> the three count audition is just just six months since I started actress. Oh, so okay. it's very beginning. Mm. Yeah, so the acting company give the audition okay i go this i go this i go everything mm. and one of the audition was a three count and they they said okay tomorrow you all start training for pro wrestling like what <laughs> <laughs> so who is your trainer sakura emi sakura oh yeah okay. So when you do this training, you realize, okay, I think this is pretty good. I like pro wrestling. I think I was pretty good <laughs> because uh, I practiced judo since I was three years old. Ah. Yeah. So I know it's kind of different, but I know the bombs and yeah. So where did you start? Um, what was your first company that you wrestled for? It's called Ice Ribbon. Ice Ribbon. Yeah. Ice I love Ribbon. that name. So that's great <laughs> Japanese English. Ice Ribbon. <laughs> ice Ribbon. Yeah. 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 The Ice Ribbon is so happy energy company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell me about uh, when you first started wrestling. Who were you wrestling with? And did you did you enjoy being in the ring in front of people? Because obviously when it's a movie, you take yeah. one and take two. And the audience might be paid to clap but this is different now <laughs> yeah actually at the first year i i didn't like wrestling oh. because i don't know i i feel why i'm doing this yeah but i for now i regret that the first year is so important right. for everyone but i couldn't do serious uh-huh. so that's one of the my regrets but then after a year i actually i told emmy i quite this date and i want to wrestle with this guy this one yeah. uh with this guy at uh, the last last match so you're gonna quit yeah, yeah. i'm gonna quit but after we decide I'm gonna quit. I watch the movie. No, <laughs> <laughs> I should do this. Yeah. So, so. The, so watching the movie and seeing how you looked on on the screen, yes, made you decide that you wanted to be yes. in wrestling. That's ah. right. That's right. Yeah. You just thought you looked you looked good. You looked the part. Yeah. Not <laughs> not <laughs> actually not looks 
good, but like more, more, I feel more energy yeah. and yeah, like more hope and yeah. So is that where you stayed was Ice Ribbon? I was in Ice Ribbon for six years. Then I, I was become freelancer. Mm. Mm-hmm. Who were some of the, the foreigners that were in Ice Ribbon? Did you have regular foreign girls that came? Gaijin? Not Gaikokujin, but actually Emmy and me and Reho is all from Ice Ribbon. So, wow. yeah. Reho has a longer career than me. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, but yeah, she is. So then when you go to be freelance, mm-hmm. how did you end up coming to AEW? Because you said you wrestled Ice Ribbon for six years. Right? Yes. And then yeah. freelance for maybe yeah, four or five of. years? Yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. Five. And what, yeah. before? So what companies were those? So many. Like a Wrestling Wave, Ozu Academy, Sendai Girls. Mm-hmm. And I wrestled some foreign countries. So, yeah. Where? Of course, the U.S. and U.K., Spain, Mexico, and yeah, and some Asia, like Singapore, Taiwan. How did you like Mexico? Love it. Actually, I really want to go back. Yeah. 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 It was just a week. So yeah, next time I hope I have more time. So many Japanese guys and girls go to Mexico for experience. Yes, yes. That's when right. I was living in Mexico, Hayabusa was there, and that's where Jaro Agedo yeah, were there. Yeah, especially in New Japan. Yeah. Young. And yeah. also, too, like, sometimes, like, Jaro and Gato and Asai, uh, Ultimate Dragon, they were told they were too small for New <laughs> Japan, so they went to Mexico and then become big stars. Uh, yeah, yeah, Japan, yeah, yeah. When I was in Mexico, I believe uh, Desperado was yeah. there yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah uh you said you were one week in mexico what about these other countries you mentioned that you went to the united states you said you mentioned you went to across asia yes actually since i was a kid i i wanted to i don't know what but i wanted to work in foreign countries yeah that's why i started learning english yeah. so it was it was great and feels Mm, Japanese wrestling business is kind of small, so yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. Japan country is small. yes, yeah. that's right. So yeah, when I wrestle foreign countries, I felt more possibility of wrestling, and yeah, I can see the oh, wrestling world is bigger. Yeah, where did you wrestle in the United States for in the, for your independent? Uh, you, mentioned, you mentioned you came to the United States? Yes. And where, uh, where did you wrestle for that? For Shimar. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I'm, I met Brit and, yeah, Bunny at the Shimar. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, you had some friends that you knew yes. from there, right? Yes. Okay, so then how did you eventually start to come to AEW? Yeah, it's it's Kenny. I Kenny wrestled in Japan for a long time. And actually, he wrestled for Ice Ribbon too. So oh, really? yeah. Kenny wrestled with blow up dolls and little kids. Yes, yes. Who did he right. wrestle in Ice Ribbon? I think it's Riho. Oh okay. Yeah. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. So he you knew him from Japan? Yeah, so he contacted me and the first time I think it was just double or nothing. The first double or nothing. Yeah. So just one match and yeah, he mentioned about contract, but I said I can't because I have the actor, actress show, like a stage play show in right. Japan, and it's called Makai, and I'm main character of that, so I can't quit. <laughs> so yeah. I, I can't go to the U.S., but he, he told me, you can you can keep doing the makai and you can also doing aw too you can both so it's a that's the so much different i 
imagine like a yeah, yeah if make you were a like in WWE yeah you yeah, yeah yeah that's right do other things right yeah 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 so and the timing was perfect I was the 10 years anniversary and I the in the year I won Aja Kong and I wrestled Naomichi Marufuji so I felt I did almost everything in Japan so what should I do next yeah, yeah. so that was the best timing so I wasn't moving from Japan to the United States uh, actually Nakazawa is helped a lot so it was so quick like <laughs> yeah and that was okay more than expect but I thought if I live in the United States I can speak English like automatically like I, I, my English getting better yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> If I stay, but right. it's not true. I still need to <laughs> need to learn so much and work hard so much. So, did you have to take lessons to speak English? Uh, in Japan, school? yes, okay. yeah, yeah, in yeah. Japan, yes. When you were in, when you were in school, uh, I went to the uh, English lesson school beside the school. Oh. Like, uh, yeah, I was. Eleven, yeah, around eleven, I start, and of course, like we have English lesson in the school too, but Japanese English class is so different. It's not about talking, like more sentence and yeah, writing, writing, and yeah. So I think that's why most Japanese people not good at talking english yeah but they can understand yeah, yeah. yeah that's the same for me when i went to japan for tenru and war in the mm. 90s i was there every month and i tried to learn japanese but it's very difficult because yeah every part of japan is almost different style, oh yeah that's right? true yeah like fukuoka is different from tokyo <laughs> or from sapporo so i would learn something and then try to speak it to somebody in mm -hmm. sapporo and they would like look at me like huh and when you try to speak another language and somebody looks at you like what it yeah. just kills your confidence yes right yes, yes yes so i learned how to read katakana <laughs> yeah. I went to a library and I made the copy wow. of the characters. Yeah. And I just looked at Japanese magazine, Gong magazine, wow. trucks on the road. And so I could read Japanese. Uh -huh. So at least I wasn't completely like, you know, like a confused. Yeah. You know? So that, yeah. that, that helped. Uh -huh. But when you came to the States, then, then you can practice English and that's how you learn to speak. Yeah, actually, I in Japan I learned English from Harry Potter. So Harry Potter, yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> so after moved here, it sounds so different. Yeah. So I couldn't understand anything. Like, oh shit, my my learning English is so. Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I, I can get anything, but yeah, for now, yeah, more easy to understand American English. And the, because in the rocker room, girls talk to me a lot and they don't care I'm from Japan or yeah, yeah just talk, talk. Yeah, and yeah. that's so helped. Right. Yeah. You have to learn. Yes. You, know, yes. you have no choice, mm -hmm. right? Because especially if I lived in Japan, lived in Japan, yeah, I would have to learn Japanese. Yes. Like I lived in Mexico, so I learned Spanish. I don't think you can really learn unless you live in this country. Like if you live in the United States, now mm. you have no choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you you better true. figure yeah. it out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you live in Orlando? Yes. Gotcha. So what did you think of the United States when you first came over to Orlando? What were some big differences in Orlando, for example, than from Japan? Everything 
it's so big. <laughs> and yeah, after after COVID, I go back. I went to back to Japan like a, after two years, and I felt everything is like a toy. <laughs> yeah. So everything is so big and. To be honest, I like to be Orlando more than Japan. Japan is too busy for me. Uh, es- yeah, especially Tokyo. Tokyo yeah. yeah. And- yes, yeah. yes. But Orlando is nice weather, and yeah, I can take a time to to consider about my condition and my food. Yeah. What did you think about the food, for example? Actually, I I I love all foods, even it's the UK. <laughs> so it's it's good. I still I miss Japanese ramen and yeah, but it's good. Yeah, sushi is much different. So yeah. other things, but Japanese food in the United States is different from Japanese food. In yeah, Japan. yeah, yeah, yeah. But still good. <laughs> yeah, just a different style. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about um, when you started in AEW and some of the matches that you had. Because when AEW first started, there was a lot of Joshi, uh, Japanese women in yes, the company. Yeah, so true. Yeah. Shida and Riho. Emmy mm-hmm. was here. There was another. Yeah, Aja Kong is Aja Kong was yeah, here. What is the other girl? She's a. Uh, uh, Smaller girl, but she has like Yuka, Yuka, yeah, yeah, Yuka Sakazaki. Mm-hmm. She was here, and there was a few other girls too. Yes. So it was kind of almost one of the styles of AEW was Japanese women wrestling. Yes, yeah. yeah. The first double or nothing, we had six women's, six Japanese women's tag match. Yeah. So that was so glad to show the Japanese style to the world, but. And here it's so different because it's on the TV. So, but in Japan, most most girls wrestling have no TV or no cameras, like a just ringside or one one. So it feels so different to wrestle for TV. Yeah, not of course, of course the fans in the venue, but more tv yeah yeah it's so different it's so difficult like a japanese joshi style is so quick like a go 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 yeah but for tv we need to more take a time and that's so difficult for me yeah why was it difficult for you (laughs) when i first time i watched myself on AEW uh-huh. my face is all so ugly <laughs> like a yeah yeah but other girls looks like a look at me I'm here <laughs> right, and that's right, right. so cool yeah so I felt I need to learn this that style yeah. the the the, the the character, you mean? That sort of idea? Yeah, character and how show the character on the camera. Oh, yes, on yeah. the camera, right. And you figured that out after uh, time? We think yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so in Japan, more concentrate to the opponent, but in here, more concentrate opponent and cameras and, yeah, of course, time. It's When you were in Japan, who were some of um, your favorite Japanese women wrestlers? Like for me, I think maybe for me, mm. I think Manami Toyota oh, yeah. is the best, maybe the best wrestler, man or woman. It's the best. I <laughs> love Manami Toyota. So good. People say, who's your favorite, Manami Toyota? Favorite, who's your favorite wrestler, no, man, Manami Toyota? Wow. For everybody, yeah. Yeah, she's great. For me, it's, of course, Aja Kong is. Was she kind of a, did you work with her a lot? Did yes, a lot, like a, a lot. a mentor kind of for you? Yeah. After I became freelancer, yeah. she helped you. Take, yeah, she took care of me. And I don't know what you know, but it's Yoshiko Tamura. It's, it's company from, is a Neo? 
Neo. Oh, ne- yeah, Neo. 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 Yeah. N-E-O. Neo. Yes, yeah, yes. Neo. Neo. Yeah. She was from there. Yes. And she was so hard hitting style. <laughs> <laughs> That's Japanese yeah. style though, right? I was I was crying when I wrestled <laughs> with her. <laughs> yes, yeah, she was tough. What about uh Bolacano? Yes. Yeah. Actually I was the main event of her retirement. That was the one of the worst match for me. So why? Uh, opponent is uh, Yuzupon, Yuzuki Aiko. She retired already, but I felt I I lost even at the entrance. Oh. So, yeah. You felt you had lost at your entrance? Yeah, like when she entered, when I saw that, okay, I, I lost. You were in intimidation, maybe, or you were scared? Or? About... About everything, like a, like a being star, and yeah, yeah, she was so confident, and like, yeah, so I felt no, but yeah, I, yeah, English so, is intimidation, in- you felt intimidation, intimidation, intimidation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that's worst memory of my <laughs> career, but yeah, <laughs> thanks for bringing it up, Chris, <laughs> and I. Yeah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't talk for <laughs> right. <Nakano> after that. <laughs> well, let's talk about a, a good memory. Of oh yeah, which is uh, <laughs> is is your debut in AEW, and you won the, the women's battle royal. Uh, or did you win? No, I'm oh. not in the battle royal. Oh, I was in the six women's. Tag six Japanese in the stock. I'm looking at the first the first episode of Dynamite. Oh, Dynamite! That's what I meant. Yeah. Do you remember this? You have so <laughs> much work. Okay. Uh, okay. Sorry. At all out, you, Riho defeated you. Yeah, that's right. Uh, okay, that's sorry. the worst but, 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 memory too. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hitting all the balls out of the court here. Well, tell tell me about when you first came to AW, and, and you mentioned there was a lot of Japanese women, but. There's other women too. Who did you wrestle with at the start that you had good chemistry and good matches with? Uh, uh, I felt some chemistry against Nyla. Mm. Always, always. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's. And actually, we wrestled in Japan too. So, oh, really? yeah. Ah, okay. And I, I loved the match with Stat. Chris Stott, yeah, okay. yeah, I, I lost, but <laughs> yeah. ah, that's okay though. Yeah, lost, okay. <laughs> why did you like working with Nyla Rose? Uh, she always tried surprise, something surprise, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a fans and opponent, and I love it. I actually I try that too, like a show something new and something surprise and. Also, she knows Japanese style, so like a, we can do more mixed style, and that's what I want to show in here. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to quite Japanese style, but also I learn a lot here. So, what I want to show in AEW is the Japanese and United American mixed style. Yeah, so, yeah. And you mentioned you learned about facial facials. Mm-hmm. What else did you learn in the United States in mm-hmm. AEW? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. Like I said, take more time. time yeah. yeah, and so important. Yes, yeah, so important. And like more. Yeah, like I said, I always concentrate to opponent, but. In here, we need to see the time, see the, where is the camera. So I think I can, now I can be more calm during the match. Calm, like a, with still, I have a passion and, mm-hmm. but, but somewhere in my brain, I can, I can be calm and yeah. see more things during more, the match. More confidence. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and I can 
more controlled by myself. Yeah. Let's talk about your your presentation, your character. I love the makeup and your hair is always looking cool. There, <laughs> Thank you. Is there inspiration for this? Do you think mm. of another character or another wrestler when you put together your look? Yeah, I always, always imagine the samurai. Mm. But still, I love... Uh, video games and animes so yeah, yeah. i bring some cool stuffs from there from yeah there. yeah what, what anime characters do you take ideas from ah i love gintama it calls gintama and that's the samurai anime so ah, okay yeah i love that and i bring some final fantasy 7 yeah. tifarok hot gear that. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Who did you win the title from the first time? It's Naira. Ah, okay. Yes. So how did you feel when you found out you were going to be a champion? It's crazy because I thought it took more longer, but it was like a six months. So, yeah, when I was came here, I was like, a, okay, I'm, I'm going to be a champion someday. Yeah. Yay. But... After six months, oh my God, I'm champion now. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it was great, but there was no crowds in the yeah. venue. So, I think I felt more mm, kind of anxious. Is that, is that yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Anxious, yeah. It was a strange time. There are no people and yeah. you don't know what's good or what's bad. And it's just like there's no sound and you're just kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, it was right? so hard. <laughs> it was almost like wrestling in Japan sometimes where you wrestle and they're very quiet. Fans are <laughs> yes, quiet yes. watching. And That's then right. And then yeah. stop the feet. But yeah, same yeah. idea, right? So true. You hear one person go, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so true, yeah. Did the idea of the... Of the kendo stick come mm. from the samurai sword idea? Or? Yes, and actually, I I practiced kendo for seven years, so yeah, I did. Wow! <laughs> How, what is what is kendo practice? It's battling with it, fighting with the kendo? It's like a uh, bogu with a armors and old, old school Japanese. Yes, area. that's right. Yeah, traditional kendo. So I was I was practiced in high school club. And that was so hard. That was crazy. What do you have to do? Just keep doing until I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> so are you actually like fighting with each other? Like a sword, like a kendo fight? Or? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did. I did. Yeah. And how do you, uh, do you win? Yeah, actually win? not bad. How do you uh, win a, how do you win a kendo match? Oh yeah. The, match? There's a, Four parts like head, wrist, and body, yeah, yeah. and throat. throat yeah. yeah, you have to hit, and also, it's it sounds strange, but also you have to scream. Oh, okay, <laughs> what does the screaming do? Anything like ah, uh, die. But, what, but why do you oh, die? But why do you have to scream? I don't know, but mm -hmm. if I don't scream. They don't get it. Oh, okay. So, like, uh, it's it's meaning of like uh, uh, skills and need also need the. Uh, I don't know how we can I say, but it's it's like a soul, yeah, skills yeah. and souls. Uh, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not only skill. This only skill is not enough. Uh. So, yeah. Almost like, like fencing with the sword, you know? Kind Mask of, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you use this kendo stick now in the ring from your background of using it. Yes. I started use kendo stick when I become freelancer. And I, when I become freelancer, I, I thought I need some cool character. And that's samurai. So... Okay, so I bring Kendo stick. I actually I don't I didn't use so much, but yeah, it's for character, and I want to show the 
spirit of samurai. That's cool. The fighting yeah, that's, spirit. Yeah, that's that's what I learned from yeah, Kendo. Yeah. yeah, works great here in CW, <laughs> right? You won the your second title was from Tony. Yes. In the main event of Dynamite. Yes. Very special. Let's talk about this. Yeah, uh, it's main event Dynamite. 200 oh, anniversary yeah, yeah, yeah. show, so that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, uh, I think it was Jerry Lynn. Like, okay, you're on main event, and like, uh, <laughs> I think that was the my second time main event on Dynamite. So, what was your first time? Uh, Jamie. Oh, okay. Yeah, was Jamie Hater. Yes, yeah. that's right. Uh, were you nervous yeah. to be in the main event? So nervous. I, I always nervous for yeah. my match, but it was crazy. Like, a, I don't know why, but I wanted to cry. <laughs> but yeah. It's a big responsibility. Yes, yes, yes. But when I show up on the stage, I felt fans, fans welcomed so much. So. Oh, it's it's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're excited, happy. Yeah. yeah. So, how did you feel about the match and that night? Because the crowd was very excited. It was in Tampa. Yeah, it felt. It was like a dream. Actually, I woke up next day and I thought it was dream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but win the title in front of fans is one of my goals in here. So. It was so special because I I actually heard fans voice. <laughs> yeah, I know it's it's normal for everyone, but for me that's so special thing. And yeah, fans made the night special. Right. Yeah. It makes it so much better when you have fans in, in the audience. We yes. never realized how important fans are. Yes, that's right. Yeah, gone, so right? true. So true. Yeah. Let's uh, start to to wind down here. Do you do you miss uh, Japan? Do you sometimes wish that? Oh, you'd... only Japanese food. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, not really. Right. Yeah, yeah. I have a lot of things to learn here, and a lot of things to want to do here. So. For now, I'm really enjoy in here. Yeah. Does your is your family happy for you to be here? Yeah, actually, they watch Dynamite every week. Ah. <laughs> yeah, and my mother planning come to here and to the show next oh. year. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Do you still do uh, Makai? Yes. And what is Makai? You said it's like a stage play. Uh, yes, it's stage play, and it's we called uh, fighting musical. Ah, okay. yeah, it's a so many action fighting scenes. Yeah, and there's a, a guitarist and vocalist on the stage, wow. so they play the music, and we f we fight in the music, mm. and we. Finish the fight exactly same timing the, with the music, so it was so hard. But synchronization, yes, and it's kind of new, so I'm really enjoyed because I Hikaru Shida is made by wrestling and acting and music, so all three is together in Makai. So, ah. yeah. Are you still a regular then in Makai? Yes. And that's why I have to go back to Japan once a two months. But I stay like a five days in Japan. So I, yeah, for now I'm doing just one rehearsal, then show. They need to see you though, because you're <laughs> one of the stars, right? <laughs> do you still do movies too? Ah, uh, not really. Actually, I really want to do in here, but oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can do the American Mutant Girl Squad. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Last uh, few questions. You were on the Jericho cruise this year. Yes. Did you enjoy? Yes. Oh. But we couldn't 
land on ah uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, the storms were too bad yeah so we couldn't go to the island mm -hmm. but uh on the cruise i have the very first time back roll <laughs> that was crazy <laughs> crazy culture <Yeah. laughs> but it was so much fun you don't have this in japan the bar crawl no yeah it's funny because when we are putting together all the events mm -hmm. and i try and have everybody do something so bar crawls like this person let's have she to do the bar crawl <laughs> so what did you think of this idea of the bar crawl <laughs> it's crazy just yay then i was drinking like as usual mm -hmm. but I don't know, it's Dasha, Dasha. Hey, drink, drink, we go. We go, what? <laughs> it's five minutes now. <laughs> it was crazy. Oh, good. Would you would you like to do it again? The yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> Last question for you. What is your favorite match that you've had in AEW and your favorite match that you had when you were in Japan? Okay. In AEW, it's definitely Jamie Hayter. Yeah, it's my first main event on Dynamite and and in Japan. Ah, oh, it's so hard. Yeah, <laughs> in Japan. Sunny, yeah. Yeah, against Maru Naomichi Marufuji is one of the my turning point. Yeah. How was it a turning point? Yeah, that much was uh right before I came AW. So yeah, I I think that much made me to decision to come here like a i did everything in japan yeah yeah it's time to go around the world yeah and his chops that was so hard and now when i get the chops in the match i'm thinking about him so I, oh, this is against marafuji oh yes. the guy oh yeah man versus woman match yeah ah, okay. so <laughs> when i when I get some chops, I, I'm thinking about him. <sighs> like, a, I got his chops, so I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. And then Wembley is you versus Britt versus Tony, Tony versus Soraya. Yeah. A four-way match. Yes. It's going to be very exciting. Four-way matches, so much action. Yes. Are you, are you nervous for this? I don't know why, but not really. Right. Yeah, for now, for now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Tony, Brett, I know I know them well and we wrestled a couple times and actually I I like to wrestle them so I think I can show my best with them and at the Wembley. So actually I'm really excited. Yeah. It's gonna be a huge show and congratulations, two time women's champion. Every time I have somebody on from another country I say, ask them to finish uh, the show by saying something in Jap in Japanese. Try to say something in Japanese. And finish off uh, by saying something in Japanese to your okay. fans and to okay. AEW listeners. Mina, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>